Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. That's not bad for off the top of our heads, Adam. You're such a good actor. I think your daughter will like it. I am failing at, I'm failing at life, let's be honest. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another adventure with the Take the Ride podcast. Uh, I'm Adam Drake, and with me, Colonel Mustard in the conservatory with the Mountain Dew, Johnny Wright. Hello, I'm Johnny Wright. Johnny! <laughs> yeah. You've, so, you're alive. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm breathing and above ground. And uh, for right now, for 2020, we are calling that a win. I... So Washington, Washington is one of those states where it's spiking again, right? COVID. Well, we're we're kind of we're kind of in the middle. We're not a big yeah. spike. We're not a little spike. But I went to uh, to Walmart this morning to do my kind of weekly run, mm-hmm. uh, you know, groceries Get and panties. Um, panty liners. And- yeah. Well, well, boy, yeah, Neil was low on those. Yeah. Um, and there was two people outside, and they were not letting anybody in without a mask. I did not see oh, one good. person okay. inside without a mask. I was ready oh. for you to tell me the opposite, that someone was out there protesting the use of masks. Not, not that I saw, but I tell you what, at this point, wearing a mask to me yeah. has become the equivalent of an IQ test. Oh, absolutely. It, you either, either accept science and doctors or you don't. <laughs> right, right. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. Well, I, I think it was even you that had posted something on Facebook, uh, like the no shirt, no shoes, no service. Thank you. <laughs> right? Like, Have you ever heard someone saying, what do you mean I can't come in here with no shirt and no shoes? I've no. never heard anybody protesting that my whole goddamn life. No. Never. But here you are, the simplest thing to save lives. You know, and just because the racist game show host won't wear one, it's become an issue. Yeah. Period. Well, I'm more. I'm more. I'm already got. I already got hot takes going out of yeah, I already got hot takes. You got got warm breezes. I got some warm. There might be. They might not be hot takes. They might be warm breezes. But I'm already <laughs> yeah. throwing fire. I like it. I mean, for crying out loud, it's the simplest thing you can do. Yeah. And um, it's it, it, to me, it's John Stewart was making the rounds last week, um, uh, promoting his new film, which I hope to see. And he had a great analogy that he, he told Colbert that he said, you know, what I, what I would love to see is some of these anti-max, mask, max, Jesus, anti-mask guys. The next time you go in for a surgery uh, to say to one of the doctors, whoa, 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 whoa. what's with all the masks and the protective stuff? What's with all this pussy liberal nonsense? I love it. You know, I want to take that mask off right now. I mean, come on, man. That's pretty good. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a great, I mean, you know, John, John Stewart has a knack for breaking things down with, with simplicity. And that's, that's a great point, man. I mean, you know, it's, come on, this is a safety issue, not a political issue. Come on. This isn't hard. Do you think that because you have such a robust beard that the mask doesn't sit well on your face? Are you worried about, you know, exposure because of that furious mane of facial hair you've got going yeah. on? Yeah. Right now, my beard is like the briar patch in Song of the South. It is, it is a thicket. <laughs> um, and uh, so the... So it's, Do I hear your I've, dog in the background whimpering? Oh, she... she well, she... Yeah. She, come on, Jude. Sorry. Stop it, Jude. No, no, no. You can never keep going. I was just like yeah. laughing. Jude, well, she's, she's, over, she, she's chewing on her rear end and whining. So... Oh. Um, yeah, but yeah, normal, because, normal because my... 
because yes, thank you. Because my beard is so ridiculous right now. I've been wearing like the uh, the, the the mask that just goes kind of pulls all the way over your head. Oh, that's and it's like a like a you know just kind of pulls up. Because yeah. if I try to wear like a regular mask, you know, I got like ninety five thousand hair sticking out of the thing. Yeah, you know? so good. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I need a, I need a, I need, I need a beard trimmer going right now. Cause it's, uh, it's not great. It's well, not, it's not great, but no. I'm not here. I'm not here in the woods by myself, baby. Yeah. You are Sasquatching it. Yeah. We're, we're going to put the, we're going to put the over under of you taking shots at my appearance at four and a half. Oh, today. come on, man. Over under, over under four and a half. I went, I went a little rough last time. I'm sorry. Oh, but I, they were all funny. I, nah, they were all, they balls. were all funny. <laughs> um so i will say that connecticut is yes. one of two states where the uh covid has gone down the, yeah uh, um and we i from what and I'm why seeing, has it gone down i wonder why yeah i mean people have been very very good here for the most part yeah. except for me because i go around i lick doorknobs i lick toilets yeah i yeah. cough on well, strangers habits die hard yeah i mean what am i supposed to do no? right yeah you know, stop living <laughs> the one that the one that just makes me like infuriated is Florida. What in the world are you but guys are you, doing? Are you surprised? I no, mean, I'm if not. Someone because was gonna fuck it up. I know it's gonna be Florida. As I mean, you know, I lived I, in Florida. It's it's a, it's I, a yeah, messed up state. Yeah, I. But I mean, it was six weeks ago where their governor was like, "Why aren't you thanking us for doing such a good job?" And you know, they open up the beaches again. Yeah. You know, and then you got you know, <laughs> I mean orgies at fort lauderdale and i wonder what's gonna happen which by the way was the name of my second novel oh yeah great good. book orgies a great lauderdale. book yeah very no. deep right for, was, for a romance novel like it was like james baldwin it was just yeah. brilliant yeah <laughs> I, I like to consider myself the cormac mccarthy of romance novels <laughs> i love cormac mccarthy i love cormac mccarthy the Road is one of my favorite books. It's it's depressing. Well, any Cormac McCarthy book is depressing. Well, Cormac, Cormac, McCar- Cormac McCarthy is is uh, is not going to put a little pep in your step. No, uh, but he's going to fascinate you. Yeah, he's got some blood. Got blood some Meridian. Blood Meridian is going to be one of the most fascinating books you'll ever read. I promise. Yeah, that. Uh, I, so I did read it, and Unbel- unbelievable. That guy was a genius. Brutal. Oh, it's so brutal. Uh, I think they've tried to film Blood Meridian a few times, and they just can't. They can't do it. I think my just, understanding is it's been like in development for years and years and years, and quite a few people have taken a stab at it. But I don't know how you adapt it to film. No. I mean, it's. But it's. I mean, it. It. it it's a book that's going to make you. It's going. It's. It's going to. It's. You're not going to want to put it down. It's all. It's going to fascinate you. It's going to bum you out. And it's going to inspire you at the same time. Yeah. That's how good. That's how good that guy was. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Excuse seriously. me. Uh, speaking of someone who was past tense, we oh. we, lost a, we had Ian Holm last time. Uh, yes, man, this uh, this is a Carl. bummer. We lost Carl Reiner. You know, we we can't be like bummed out about it because the gentleman was ninety eight years old, but um, he was he was such he was such a universally loved man for yeah. a reason. Oh, absolutely. And, and uh, so years ago. I was working at uh, the Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, mm-hmm. and uh, Carl Reiner was a guest. And I was at that time I was like running the green room, so mm-hmm. I was in charge of the green room, and people would come in and out, you know, and I would make sure everything was fine. And mm-hmm. um, and, and so some of the two of the writers come in, and they're looking for Carl Reiner, mm-hmm. 
Like, hey, you know, they, they, there was a bit that was going to be that night, and they wanted to go over with Carl Reiner. I was like, hey, have you seen have you seen Mr. Reiner? I was like, no, I haven't seen him. Well, he's not in he's not in his dressing room, and he he was in the dressing room, he was in the green room. We couldn't find him in the hallways, and so we're looking around for a few minutes, and we go onto the sound stage, mm-hmm. and Carl Reiner is sitting on the couch with a couple of the camera guys talking about the Lakers. Yeah. That is my guy. That's a, yeah. that is my, that is a man of the people. He just was walking around, walked onto the soundstage, started chatting up the crew, and yeah. they were chopping it up about the Lakers. Love it. That's my guy. Yeah. You know, he made so many people happy. He made me laugh. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be missed. I mean, that, that is a universally beloved man. Yeah, and, and you were even saying before we started this that, that you haven't seen one bad word about Carl Ryder. If you go onto Twitter or whatever and look at all the, the tributes from, I mean, name after name of A-list comedians, mm-hmm. it is, I love this man like a grandfather. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. one of the wonderful stories I love about Carl Reiner, him and Mel Brooks have been friends for who knows, 70 years. Yeah. And for years, they would get together every night at seven o'clock. And they would watch Jeopardy together in order from the deli. And they would oh, watch old movies together. That's perfect. And I just wonder, who is watching Jeopardy with Mel Brooks tonight? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> heartbreaking, man. Yeah. Carl Ryder had this great line. And if you watch Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars getting coffee with them, mm-hmm. and it's a really little, a sweet little insight into those guys' friendship. And Carl Ryder's... <laughs> Carl Ryder talks about that. Had they loved to watch old movies, old movies from the thirties and forties. And Carl Ryder says, we love to watch a movie where a general says, men get some rest. That's so good. <laughs> That's, just That's like, so good. And it's, it's so specific, but so it's so simply funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. I men love that guy. Rest. Men get some, that's, that's what they wanted. They wanted to watch an old war movie where a general yeah. says, men get some rest. Love it. Yeah. He's, he's going to be missed. You know, we can't you know, be pissed, but it, it also at the same time, 2020 is an asshole. And if, if, if Mel Brooks dies in the next couple of days, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> oh, as opposed to you haven't lost it already. Yeah. You're going to lose fair. it again or more. You're just going to lose it. Yeah. Again. I'll lose it again. Take, don't take away two heroes. Oh man. Um, so it, I love that. I love that man. He's going to be forever missed and his influence will be forever felt. Yeah. One of my favorite movies is the jerk. It's amazing. Which, which he directed. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I mean, yes, I, I think Steve Martin gets a lot of credit for it too, but it's yeah. just so meandering and so absurd. So wonderfully silly. Yeah. He and hates these Ryan. cans. So, yeah. I mean, shooting a can. I mean, yeah. I'm picking out a thermos for you. I mean, it's just, there's just these little things in the jerk that are so silly, right. but at the same time, so heartfelt. Yeah, absolutely. And, when Carl and that's trying to put the uh, glasses on and he's, he's cross-eyed. <laughs> It's just, oh man! Go watch if you haven't seen the jerk. It's an old please, movie. Please, please check it out. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it is stupid and awesome. It's dumb and silly, but at the same time genius because of Steve Martin and Carl Reiner. Yep, absolutely. But Carl Reiner, he he he's he's a Hall of Famer, and um, um, you you can trace, you can go back to the early stuff with him and Mel Brooks and the two thousand year old man yep. and his work on the Dick Van Dyke Show. Um, Sid Caesar. It's like, yeah. It's the, the, the DNA of American comedy um, has a lot to do with Carl Reiner. Yeah. I, I mean, a lovely man and a hysterical man. Yeah. I love him. I'm going to miss him. 
Well, you know, fuck 2020. <laughs> fuck this stupid fucking year. Stupid like, 2020, man. Like, it's just <laughs> nothing good has come out of this year. No, I'm tr- I mean, well, that's a good point. What can we point to that is good in 2020? I'm, uh, I'm not being facetious here, Adam Drake. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, what can we point to? I'm, uh, well, anything with culture, anything with sports, anything with politics, anything? I got nothing. It's a hellscape. Let's be honest. <laughs> and there's no escape from this hellscape. No. Um, yeah, man. Well, I remember going through 2016 when like we lost Bowie and we lost yeah. some big names. And all of a sudden it was like, well, this, right. this year sucks. And then 2020, oh, we're not even halfway through with 2020. And this year, I feel like has beaten. I would, I, would, I would give a thumb for 2016 right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. One, you know, I guess, I guess if we're being objective, you know, we're, we're seeing some incremental changes uh, when it comes to uh, racial equality. Okay, um, so there you go. That's good. So maybe we can look at it that All way. Right. And one of the things that we've seen, one of the little things that's happened is Mississippi, after 150 something years, mm. finally taking the Confederate symbol off your state flag. We'll take right. that. Yeah, that's good. It's that's long overdue and really well, embarrassing. Kind of but at least like you did it. 55 years overdue, but yeah. You know, it's something. So I've, I've ever told, I don't know if I've ever told you the story. I was traveling in my 20s and I did some Civil War sites in Mississippi. And <laughs> just, um, just for fun. Well, I, you know, I love, I mean, I love history. I went, you know, I went to some battlefields and that kind of thing. And I, yeah. I, I think I was in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I think I have that right. It might have been Yazoo City. I, I think it was in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I and you're I making these town names up <laughs> just might be shooting Yazoo up. city yeah Come yeah on. Yazoo city that's a place yeah famous for uh, like believing in a witch i don't know google that one oh, but okay i think it was in vicksburg mississippi and i was with some friends and we were i was we were doing a road trip and and i went into a um i went into a civil war gift shop okay mm-hmm. so a lot of confederate flags obviously and you know, the, the, the little caps that they wear on both sides and that mm. kind of thing. And okay, before I was we go there, any further, was, was there more gray or blue? Boy, I... I <laughs> or was it an even split? I mean... I can't imagine was it was an even split. I have yeah. to think it's heavy on the South. Yeah. So, because there's Confederate flags, which is, I mean, come on, it's an issue. It's, anyway, it's, come yeah. on, guys. Lighten up. Come on, wise up. And by the way, so, the Confederacy existed for five years. That was yeah, it. It's that's like, it. What are you trying to remember? That's it. Yeah. I mean, Nirvana lasted longer than that. Yeah. Um, so we were in this gift shop, me and two buddies. And the proprietor comes, comes up and, and you know, there's not a whole lot of people in there and it might have been just been us. And, and he says, uh, hey, you guys want to see something? Uh-oh. And did he take his stick out? He took his stick out. <laughs> did he take his stick he did. He didn't. But you Wait, know, did he go? The South will rise again, and then his oh dick boy. comes out. It didn't happen, but it could have. <laughs> and so, you know, when that question's like, uh, sure, he brings us to the back of the shop. Not good. Never good. And and there's a curtain there. Oh, this. Is and he he opens up the curtain. This is true. He opens up the curtain mm-hmm. to show us the secret part of the gift shop, uh, which was full of KKK memorabilia why did he think that you guys would want to see this a great question so there's all kinds of kkk shirts and swastikas including a robe and a hood on a mannequin 
Okay. Well, you got to see how it looks all together. I mean, does the outfit complete itself? I mean, <laughs> come on. So I'm going to go back and say that this was probably mostly gray, not so much blue. Yes. South, south uh, inspired. Yeah. Jesus. There's the secret part of the shop. Now, I lost my temper and lost my cool. And I started screaming at him. What the fuck's the matter with you? Yeah. And I started screaming at him and calling him a racist and calling him a bigot and saying, you're going to hell and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he kicked us out of the shop and everything. Oh. And, and, you know, of course we were leaving, but over the years, I've thought about that. I've thought about that story. Yeah. How many times a day did he think here are some white guys. Let me show you oh. the secret part of the shop behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Now, who knows if that place still exists? I have no idea. I don't even know if I'm remembering the name of the town right. But you know what, man? There are still places like that. Yeah. That sure still exist. That there was a secret part of the shop that had yeah. the KKK memorabilia. Yeah. And this is 96, 97. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I totally lost my cool and started screaming at him, you yeah. know? And I, it's just, it's bothered, it's bothered me all these years. You know, how dare I, you, how dare you have that in your shop and how dare you think, well, here's some, uh, here's some white guys, but they, uh, right. I bet they want the clan memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Take a peek behind the curtain. Fuck yeah. you, man. You know, I, I'm not trying to one up you here, Johnny. My but goodness. Please, my, <laughs> but please my, do. My local video store had a bathroom <laughs> behind a curtain. What <laughs> was it a was it a uh, semi translucent shower curtain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't any like racism, but there was a lot of tits and ass. <laughs> and the proprietor, he saw yeah. how skinny yeah. and awkward I was as a young boy. And he's like, this kid hasn't seen boobs yet. Let's, but did he? Him in. But did he offer you that back room? There's the difference. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, uh, hey, hey, horny nerd. Come here, let me show you. Let me show you some secret uh, yeah. stuff in here in the back. Yeah, the secret, the secret place in the back of the gift shop. Isn't that yeah. gross? Well, I think just the fact that people are selling Civil War memorabilia anyway yes. is a little questionable, right? Like <sighs> earning money off of people, not only people who have died, but basically like celebrating racism. Probably make it well. Clearly, this guy was making money off of racism. Clearly, but I remember there was a little, like uh, a little display of armbands. Now there was a Nazi Ooh. symbol armband. There was an was. SS armband, and there was a KKK symbol armband. There was a little section of armbands. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's that same trip, and I and I wish I remember. It might, this might again. This might have still been in Vicksburg, and I'm I. I it's, Fucking Vicksburg, man. I know. I'm never man. going to I, this town. And one of the Civil War sites was a, oh man, a slave auction house. Yeah. And it's a, it was a tiny room. It, it was probably 15 feet by 20 feet. It was not big. Yeah. And in part of the room, there's a little stage three feet off the ground where, where human beings were displayed. Yeah. And seeing it, I thought I was going to throw up. And I said, fellas, I'm going to be outside. I can't yeah. do this. That's I can't rough, do it. Man. I can't do it. You know, I, I, I'll, you know, I wish I remember exactly where it was, but I got, I, guys, I'll meet you outside. I can't do this. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't be here. Well, I mean, you know, I was just down in South Carolina and you get off or you get out in the airport and they have like advertisements, like get married at this plantation, right? 
Oh, like, gross! Plantations are like wedding venues now. It's like, oh, cool, right? Like, like, like Big Daddy be- from uh, from uh, Django, like yeah. a plantation. But yeah. yeah, honestly, it's very similar to that. It's like, like, is this totally appropriate? And do you want to like? I'm sure they're beautiful farmlands, right? But like, yeah. do you really want to have your yeah. wedding where so many people were were enslaved? It's like, yeah, not not quite the point there, sunshine. No, that's why I get married at yacht clubs. Yes, yeah, where it's classy, classy. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's it's whiter than two percent milk, but yeah. it's class. But it's classy. <laughs> but it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really have no comeback to that. <laughs> you did. You did have a white as shit wedding, but it was great. Yeah, it, yeah. It was, actually, you know what was the the thing that was the most color? I think was your suit. Did you wear like yeah, a black I, suit? Or I was all black, baby. Black and black. Yeah, I was I was all black with a gray tie. Yeah, I came in, I came in, I came in hot with all going all black. Yeah, no, you're looking looking sharp. Looking and I'll, sharp. I'll, I'll I'll there's two things there. I will always give you credit for coming down the aisle to violence playing Guns and Roses. Yep. And I will never let you forget that your first dance was to a Bob Dylan song. I knew you were gonna bring that up. I knew you're for the rest of your goddamn life, because you have you have busted my balls about my obsession with Bob Dylan for years and years and years. Yeah, and then your say. first dance was a, to a Bob Dylan song. Because yes, I've I've been obsessed with Bob Dylan since I was fifteen. Totally true. Yep, great. Congratulations. If I lose Bob Dylan in twenty twenty, I'm going to lose it. I might be okay. I might be like, hey, twenty twenty, not that bad. I'm going to book a flight and come punch you in the throat. Yeah, come on, do it. Hey, yeah. don't wear a mask. <laughs> breathe deep while you're up there. Okay. <laughs> Shake some hands and lick some palms. <laughs> Why are you flying today? I have a vengeance uh, trip. <laughs> oh, um, okay. uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, hit an old friend in the, th- in the face. That w- I, it would be hilarious if you flew across the country just to like punch me in the mouth and then just didn't say anything and got back on the plane. Like, I don't think anything in my, no one in my life has ever put so much effort into doing something like that toward yeah. me. I would, uh, I would respect the fuck out of that. But defend, but to defend Bob Dylan, not out of the uh, realm of possibility. You need to get your priorities straight. I really do. <laughs> Have you ever, you know, the, the, you know, people, people will say, you know, don't meet your heroes. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and that's definitely true with, with someone like Dylan, who, yeah. who is, Dylan is not known as a nice person at all. No. And, and so I would never want to meet Bob Dylan. No. Um, because he was, he's never going to be nice to me. No. And, um, is there anybody on that list for you that, that you that a hero that you would never want to meet, knowing that he would probably be an asshole? That's a really because I would never want to meet Bob Dylan, and I would never want to meet Larry Bird because they would spoil my hero worship of them. Yeah, because they're not going to be nice to me. They're not. I God, I'm trying to think. Everyone, I I don't really know if I have heroes. <sighs> what about Jason Mraz? <laughs> I think he'd be delightful. If he'd I probably him. be he'd probably be a lovely chap you'd love yeah. to have a beer with. Yeah. He'd probably be a great dude to hang out with. You know what? He probably would be. Yeah. You'd um, probably want to have wings and a beer with Jason Mraz and have a time of your life. Yeah. I, I will say that I I I've heard that Michael Jordan is just a total asshole. Yes. Jo- um, Jordan, um we, we know we we all we all watched well, I most of us watched. 
I'm, did you want, did you not watch that Michael Jordan I, doc? I'm I'm waiting to do it when I have like time because I know I'm gonna have to binge watch it. Yes, um, it, it it I mean yeah, it's it's there's a lot of deep cuts in there. I mean it's yeah. it's ten episodes. Um, the way that we, my generation, our generation, even though you're a little younger than me, yeah, uh, like view decade, Michael Jordan. Decade and a half. Decade, yeah, you're about 15 years younger than me. Yeah. Um, Mike, the way that we view Michael Jordan, Mike, that view of Michael Jordan would never happen in the social media age, ever. What, what do you would, mean? Because there would be so many like uh, uh, photos that would come out on Twitter of uh, a married Michael Jordan in oh, a casino yeah. at five in the morning right. with two people that aren't his wife. It's right. MJ is a very sketchy dude off the court, off the court. I promise you. Yeah. So um, our perception of Michael Jordan, it would, it would never happen today. The way that we saw Michael Jordan in commercials and in space jam and all this stuff, you right. know, that, that would, it's, that would never be a reality today. So um, Jordan, Jordan is a very complicated guy and yeah. off the court. Michael Jordan was a character and a persona, not who he really is. As much as I love his game, yeah. as much as I love the man, yeah. he's, he's, he's a pretty morally bankrupt dude. I feel like you're talking to me when you say that though. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Projection. Yeah. Projection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one question I do have, and I, again, I haven't seen the last dance, but I, I, I it's, it's on my, uh, on my list. Do they cover why he went to baseball? Cause I know that he, that there's some talk yeah. that he went because the NBA was like these gambling, this gambling is going to catch up to you. Part of that documentary as great as it was for an obsessive, sports guy like me mm-hmm. that is that Jordan had final cut. Oh. It's how they got him to agree to it. Oh, so mm. that, yes. So it's not a true documentary in that right. sense. The rumors of why Michael Jordan went to baseball uh, have, have been floating around for years and years right. and years. The documentary does not give you an insight of exactly why now the conspiracy theory and I, I, I do not know it's true. You've heard it for years and years and years. Is that Michael Jordan has a well-documented gambling problem. Yes. Okay. And one of the conspiracy theories, again, I'm not saying I know this is true. I'm not saying I believe it's true. Mm-hmm. Is that instead of suspending him for betting on games, they had an agreement that he would step away for a while and he would okay. go to baseball. I do not know that's true. I don't have any insight that's true. But... It's been, it's been rumored for a very long time that instead of suspending Michael Jordan for gambling on games, right. that it was an agreement behind closed doors that he would step away for a while, and the way he covered it was to go to baseball. I do not know that's true. I am not saying that's true. Well, let's say you're, you're the league, you're the NBA, and you're yeah. the biggest player, the biggest player that's ever stepped on the court. The guy is- that made your league profitable. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, just insane. Like. Period. Yeah. How would you handle it if you if you found out that he was gambling and that it, you know? I don't know. You don't want to. I'm I'm, I'm biased against the commissioner David Stern because yeah. he was he was instrumental in taking away my Sonics. So right, I, I'm Sonics. biased. I forgot that you own the Sonics. I well, you know, that. Yeah, again, it's... again, Adam, it's a team game. Okay, it's a team game. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So you played yeah. for the Sonics? Wow. Well, well, I, I mean, you have some ops. I didn't, you know what? I didn't, I didn't suit up, but I was there in the crowd and I was, yeah. there, I was there in spirit. You know, yeah, you were the 12th man. Am I saying that right? <laughs> Sixth man. Sixth man. How many people are there? Yeah, there was 11 guys on them. That's a crowded <laughs> court. court. How do you know where the fuck you're going? Yeah, we play, what are we playing today? We're playing 11 on 11. Let's get out there. 
let's get out there and run some plays. That's uh, yeah. Part of that part of that Sonics thing is Starbucks was involved, and I to this day I still continue to boycott Starbucks. And one of your all time greatest moves is you knew I would not go into Starbucks. So when it was cold outside, let's say it was yeah. 20 degrees outside in New York City, you would go into Starbucks knowing I would stand outside yeah. and take as much time as you could yeah. while I stood outside. Wow. To your credit, that is one of the funniest things you've ever done. Who's a big you would like Take your time. Yeah, you know, I would stand out there shivering, and you would be at the Toppins thing, looking at the vanilla and, oh, the, yeah, and the creamer, and then yep. like motion out the window. I'll be right. There. I'll be with you in a second. Just give me one, one, one minute. Just, yeah. you just give me one second. And I would stand out there shivering stubbornly because yeah. I was not going to step inside a goddamn Starbucks. I have no regrets. To your credit, that's one of the funniest things <laughs> you've ever done. That's that's some dark, evil shit, man. You did that like three times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was not gonna go inside that Starbucks. Uh, not beyond the rebel possibility. Not even, I, not even to make a poo. No. So you haven't gone into a Starbucks yet. No. Wow. No. No. I have not gone into a Starbucks. Now, I mean, there's there's one in my local Safeway, you know, but I have not purchased anything from from there. Well, but you've been in proximity to it. Yeah, but I will. I I I will. I will go. I've gone out of my way to never give Starbucks my money because of their involvement of taking away the Seattle Supersonics. The owner of Starbucks, uh, Schultz, this this schmuck that uh, was involved in the sale of my Sonics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I've never forgiven him. And I will go out of my way to buy any coffee product that's not Starbucks. Okay. And I feel great about it. I, I feel like you've really made a dent in their bottom line. Oh, <laughs> I've, really dinged them. I've, I've dinged them here and there for six bucks yeah. here and there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Take that, punks. <laughs> And they, this episode, yeah, they're suffering. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was just going to say that they're suffering. Sorry. They are really are. This episode of the Take the Ride podcast is brought to you by AIDS Appetite Suppressant Candy. AIDS is the most effective way to enjoy candy and still lose weight. Available in five flavors, you can lose weight deliciously with the help of AIDS. AIDS Appetite Suppressant Candy. Want to lose weight? Try AIDS. Great sponsor this week. Yeah, very a great <laughs> sponsor this week. Yeah, they. Yeah, <laughs> wow. For, uh, for okay for for the record for the record, Adam, the quote "lose weight deliciously" that comes directly from a television commercial from 1981. Ooh, from 81. That's a direct. That's from a 81? direct. Quote, that's a direct quote from YouTube. That's a direct quote. So basically, at like the birth of the AIDS epidemic. Right on the cusp of it, they're running ads that said, lose weight deliciously with AIDS. Oh, dear. Well, we're really happy to have them as our sponsor. It's I a think great sponsor. Yeah. It's a great sponsor. I mean, they've given us a lot of money. We're really <laughs> proud of um, the good work they're doing with weight loss through... Are they lozenges? What are they? Is it, it's <laughs> it candy? Was, uh, it, they were... Oh, gosh. They were like, they were like a... a I mean, I think it was, I think it was snake oil, but it was, yeah. but it was, it was a supposedly an appetite suppressant, uh, that, that had a little bit of chocolate in it, you know? Um, I don't know. AIDS. But, uh, but yeah, but we're, we're so grateful for that sponsor. Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. We're just reeling in the big fish when it comes <laughs> yeah, to sponsors. I mean, in a minute, man. That's yeah. <laughs> God. 
Lose weight with AIDS. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. I'm sorry. But for the record, it was spelled A Y D S. So oh, yeah, I, no, no, I, of course. I got I have I have some wiggle room here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I got some it's not spelled the same. I got some wiggle room here with this joke. <laughs> That's a long walk to a bad joke. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Well, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> That's what she said. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? Oh my God. Um. So, do you have any plans this summer? Are you? Do you? Are you like? Are you just housebound for until um twenty twenty right for twenty two? Right, yeah, for right now. I mean, I I, I had plans. Uh, yeah. I had plans to go to Disneyland, and those were obviously canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had plans to go to Albuquerque to see some family, and those have been mm-hmm. canceled. And so cook right, were you going to cook meth? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I already had the RV rented. I Sweet. mean, yeah, get, you know, I got get you know, uh, I, I was already ready to go. Um, uh, it wasn't going to be a, a blue product. I had I, I learned okay. a recipe for a green product. Ooh, very nice. Different. Yeah, like we it. were gonna we were gonna move some shit. I mean, we yeah. were gonna move some product. Well, you are the one who knocks. That's very very true. Yeah. Oh, bless that man. Um, so both of my, uh, planned, uh, uh, things have been canceled. So okay. for right now, uh, everything is canceled. So do you, are you able to like go around locally? Like, could you go up to Seattle? Could you go into like downtown proper or downtown, uh, uh Portland proper? Or is it like I, I, shut down for you guys? No, I, I could, um, yeah. I could do that. And, and in fact, I, you know, I, I've had, you know, some buddies, uh, you know, that have wanted to do that. I, yeah. I've just been choosing not to, mm-hmm. um, you know, as much as I want to go into Powell's, uh, Powell's yeah. books in Portland yep. and go to the food trucks and all this stuff. I, I just, I, I, I can't, I, I can't do it right now. So are you too concerned about COVID or are you too concerned that you're going to sweat your ass off? Though this is a combination. Oh, okay. Of okay. Wow. Because yeah. I know you hate the summer. I do. I hate, hate, yeah. hate hot weather. Yeah. Yeah. I hate hot weather as as much as I hate um, other hot things. <laughs> like jalapenos. No, I just, I just hate. Oh. I just hate just, being hot. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like we were when we were in New York. I mean, when we were in New York and it'd be in the summertime and, you know, I'd go on the subway for five stops and it would look like I swam from 72nd Street to Times Square. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean you know, it's just, I run hot. What do you want me to do? I'm Scottish. This is who we are, you know? <laughs> and um, so the plans I did have have all fallen through and, and I've just been, you know, trying to uh, accept that, you know, and I I can't remember who I, who I saw put this on Twitter, but it was... Basically, because of the ineptitude of the the racist game show host, but that's been botching all this. Again, I don't um, feel I don't know why you keep blaming Alex Trebek for all this. I don't, well, he had it coming. Yeah, but uh, a lot of us are basically question? losing a year of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. You no, know? because you know, for someone like me who's not a, you know, I mean, my my life revolves around family and sports. Mm-hmm. Well, both of those are not available right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just me and me and the dumbest dog in the United States of America mm-hmm. out here in the woods having cans of soup. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's just, you know, you should start know. a cult. I know. Yeah. Right. There's some money in culting. There was about two weeks ago. I'm out here. Uh, I'm out here in the woods and outside of Portland. And uh, there was uh, and there's construction going on 
to the south of me. They cleared yeah. out this whole forest and this construction going on. And there was a young lady out there on the construction site and she had these slip on shoes on and she's taking off one shoe and putting her foot back on the dirt and shaking off a shoe and then putting her shoe back on and then doing the same, doing the same to the other foot and then putting the shoe back on. I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on in here? And I, I watched her for a little bit and like two hours later, I took out my dog and she was still out there doing the same thing. Yeah. And so she was near me where I could like, Hey, motion to her. Now, you know how like meth, you know how when you're on meth and you know, like you have, I don't actually, I've actually never been on meth. So I don't know. Well, I'm calling bullshit on that. (laughs) You're a, you're a skinny some bitch, but but you know how like you have sunken cheeks and kind of scabs on your face and your teeth are a little jacked up. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's what Susie meth was doing out here. Okay. Uh, So I motion her over and I think she's tripping balls. Right. Like I think she, she, she's just, and I'm like, okay, I, I see what's going on here. Right. And again, I'm up a big hill. I'm up a, like a two mile hill up oh, in the wow. woods. Yeah. And I have no idea how she got up here. And so I, so I, okay, you can't just hang out here, love. So I like, Hey, you know what? There's this great park down the road. If you go down this street and take a left, there's a park and you know, and I just, I just keep thinking I have not seen her since. How did Susie Methhead get up here? Was she just shuffling up here for hours? Probably. Probably. And just wandering around a construction site? Like, yeah. it was just bizarre. I have not seen her since. I've not seen her since. And I didn't get her number. Oh, oh that's too bad. For the drugs or for the sex? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate on both counts. <laughs> well played. Very well played. God. Thank you very much. Do you, is there a genuine feel or fear that you're going to get abducted by aliens so deep in the woods? Or is that just not something that you're, you're considering? Well, by fear, do you mean hope? Ah, well, at this point, mm. yeah. yeah. Because if you can take me off this nightmare for a bit, even <laughs> if it means a little in your, in your booty, yeah. I'm good with it. You're good with it. You're, yeah. you're willing to take a, a shot in the butt. If you can take me away from this shit show for a few for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine. Go ahead yeah. and harvest some farts. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Fart <Dude>. harvesting. <laughs> Love it. God. That's, that's a good that's a good name for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we're we're sticking with the album cover or the album name. We're sticking but, with the album yeah. covers. Well, maybe if I ever record an album, I'll call it Fart Harvesting. I'll give oh, you credit. Boy. Yeah, that's that sounds like it'd be a Radiohead record. <laughs> Are you a fan of Radiohead? You know what's weird is you would think I would be, but um, yeah. it, it, what's his name? Tom York, is that, is, right? Yeah. For some reason, Tom York bugs me. Yeah. And as much as I respect the musicianship, for some reason, Tom York gets on my nerves. And, yet and the I've guys never Oasis don't. See that is a that that is a fair point. That's a totally fair point. But contrast Liam with where where Liam Gallagher is. I love being a rock star. I am a rock star, and right. fuck you if you don't like me for being a rock star. And Tom York feels like I don't like being a rock star. Right. I don't want to play my for hits. some reason. I've never got on board with it. And I'm, I, I'm sure I'm wrong and the Radiohead people can, can mock me and saying I've got bad taste in music. But right. for some reason, that Tom York, fold your arms up and tilt your head over and, and just, it's just never done anything for me. All right. 
That's okay. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm sure I, I'm wrong. I'm sure I'm wrong. No, I, I, I'm very much in the same boat. I think there are songs that I genuinely think are great of theirs, but I don't. Yeah. I love them. I, I totally respect the musicianship. Yeah. But I can't, the front man doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And if I can't get on board with the front man, it's the same thing with Muse. I think Matt Bellamy is probably a musical genius. Yeah. But for some reason, he doesn't do anything for oh, me. Oh, wow. So I actually genuinely like Muse. I'm a big fan of I Muse. think, I, again, I, 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 don't, I don't, it's not like I think they suck. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not like, it, that's not what it is. I just didn't connect with either Tom York or Matt Bellamy like the way I do with Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. And, so, and I can't explain it. This is, this is a good topic that we were about to get into because you and mm. the whole list of like, name the best front men in rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or women, men or women, right? And right. who did you establish was, was, was your favorite? Robert Plant. Interesting. So yeah. if, if, I, if, if, I, if there was like, say an alien came down, speaking of aliens again, and you had to say, okay, you know, like teach them what a rock star is, I would give them Robert Plant. He's a rock star in such the classic sense, though. I don't know if you find overall voice, like, overall persona, right? Um, my, my yeah, and then I think Freddie Mercury is right behind him. Um, That's fair, but yeah, I, I yeah, I, for some reason, again, it's it's with when when it comes to music, and even if even when you love rock and roll, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you love every band. It doesn't mean right. you, you only you love bands you connect with, of course. And I can't. I can't totally explain why I connect with the white stripes more than I connect with Muse. I can't totally explain it. It's fine. It's just something you feel. I don't think there's right and wrong. You know, it's, it's, um, you know, for like, for some reason, the strokes just, just does it for me. Okay. You're, you know? you're, allowed, to, like, you're allowed that. Yeah. I like, I, you know, Julian Casablancas is my spirit animal. <laughs> he's just um, nailing, he's just nailing models and making records. Dude's just killing it. <laughs> it's a pretty good life. Uh, there was a notable, the uh, a, a, a notable omission from your list yeah. in terms of Mick Jagger. I know, I know. It's pointed out to me. And, and I guess, you know, I would, if, I, if I had to redo my list again, I would probably take off Zach De La Roca and put on oh, Mick. Because wow. I okay. do love, I love Zach De La Roca though. Yeah. I love Rage. You know, and this, okay, I tell you what was, you know, what's infuriating is that Rage was coming here, I think it might have been June, but it might have been July. They were yeah. coming here. I, was, I have never seen Rage live. I have either. not missed them. You know, they're, they're playing New they York in August. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I, and I have, the only time I've seen Rage is when they played Letterman and they played on 53rd Street and I think they played three songs. Yeah. So that was the only time I've seen Rage Against the Machine. Wait, so, Rage played on 53rd? Yeah, for Gorilla Radio. Yeah. You know, I may not have been there yet because so, I feel like um, I would have remembered that. But yeah, and so I was planning on going to see it with my buddy, and uh, you know, to finally go see them. You yeah, know? And it's, it's like my it's one of my white whales of rock and roll is to go see Rage Against the Machine. Sure, absolutely. And, um, and so yeah, that that being canceled, that was uh, that was a kick. <laughs> that was a that was that was a kick in the ghoulies. Yeah, <laughs> that would do it, man. That would do it. <laughs> I put a testy right in my throat. See, I would love to go see Rage, but I feel like they would see me as this like white asshole like in the crowd, and I would just get my ass kicked. Even though I'm, I'm a big totally, Rage fan, and I've been listening since I was in high school. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, totally fine with that. Let's because I think I'd go. I think, because I think I'd go out there with uh, with my with this beard I got going, and they're like, you know what, this guy's been doing. This guy's been out in the woods for a decade, listening to Rage Against Machine on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the whitest dude in America. 
uh, you're up there, man. You're up there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, did you have a 2020 as a dickhead for us? I do have 2020 as a dickhead. Do you want to play the, uh, uh, the theme? The 2020? Let, let me, if you, if you would indulge me for just a second. Yeah, we, I mean, we paid um, good money for it. I feel like we should, we should hear it. Again, like I told you before, the soundtrack for this was, was 12,500, the, the jingle. It was $12,500. I think, I, I think it was lower last time. Did it, are we paying royalties? Well, I, I gotta look into it, but yeah. Uh, up, upstairs we have a 2020 is a dickhead. Good thing we have the, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the fart at the end that I like. That's that's what we call that's what we call putting a button on the scene. Love it. Putting a button on it. For 2020s a dickhead. City of Apes. Oh gosh. Humans <laughs> humans battle to reclaim Thai town from sex mad monkeys starving during lockout lockdown who rule the streets and attack anyone who enters a cemetery where they leave their dead. We're off to a great start. In a time of uh, coronavirus, locals tolerated the macaques. Thought to macaques, great name, great name, great branding from the macaques, great branding from the macaques. Thought to number six thousand among among a human population of seven hundred fifty thousand because they attracted tourists who paid good money to feed them fruit and take pictures. But lockdowns have stopped the tourists from coming, which means the monkeys are running short on food, turning them violent and leaving leaving locals struggling to keep control. Uh, People have since taken to feeding them junk food in an attempt to keep the peace, but many believe the sugary diet has turned them sex crazy, and they're now breeding faster. (laughs) (laughs) Sex-starved monkeys have taken away Thailand. Oh, my goodness. That's... This is, a, this is a great quote from the police chief. Quote, yeah. their excrement is everywhere. The smell is unbearable, especially when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a dickhead thing. I, I kind of like that. That kind of makes me happy. The monkeys are rising. <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah. We, we, the monkeys are rising. I'm yeah. telling you right now, we are six weeks away from the macaques. Great name. Great name. Right. So We're crazy. six weeks away from them wielding machine guns. <laughs> right? Where's Dr. Yeah. Zayas, man? They're it's rising up. But the, but the sex crazed part makes it even hilar- more hilarious that because right. in humans, the more like junk food you eat, you become more lethargic and have a less libido. Right. For some reason, the monkeys, that fires them up and it's just boner town. And they're just just banging. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. The first time you said sex crazed, crazed, I thought they were like trying to hump humans. I thought they were just like attacking that, humans. Like give them sugar. Yeah, yeah, that'd be on brand for 2020. <laughs> right? Yeah, monkeys are rising up in Thailand. Nice job, coronavirus, you <laughs> fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be able to say, see Rage Against the Machine, but monkeys are getting their rocks off in Thailand. I mean, what do you do if you're a local in that? What do you do? I mean, you make monkey porn, start filming that. Yeah, that is a, that is, I'll tell you what, that is, that is, that is lemons into lemonade. When I went behind that curtain in my video store, monkey porn was all the rage. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, you know what happens when you make monkey porn though? What's up? You go to jail. Do you? For monkey porn? Not if, what if I just. What if I filmed it in the wild? 
Well, that means you. Style. Well, again, again, there, again, that's a great point. Maybe there is a fine line between documentarian from yeah. National Geographic yeah. and monkey porn creeper uh, named Chad, who who who, who, <laughs> who just filming monkeys banging. Right. Like I'm not forcing the monkeys to have sex with each other. I'm not like no. you know. It would just be. It would be tasteful. It'd be good yeah. lighting. And you can just say, "Hey, late nature is returning." Yeah. Yes. Put on that David Attenborough voice. <laughs> As you can see, the macaques are very horny. <laughs> and you see me like hand them a Cheeto. <laughs> Get fucking fuck. Yeah. And immediately, yeah, immediately it was just, you know, red rocket come out, yep. you know, just that lipstick getting uh, getting out there and go to town. Sex craze monkeys in Thailand. That is uh, that is this week's twenty this week's twenty twenty is a dickhead. That's pretty good. That's honestly. What's funny is my little brother. After I already like uh, had that planned. Yeah. My little brother sent me two videos from YouTube of the sex crazed monkeys. Yeah. He's like, check this out, and I was like, it's really, dude, this is fun. Yeah. And I mean, they're full on attacking people. Like, I mean, even if even if they don't even see you have any food, they are jumping on humans, like searching you for food. It's wild. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The monkeys are rising. We, we, yeah, we planet of the apes. We are, we are six months away from just losing cities to I'm okay with that. What's the monkey's name? Caesar. Is that what his name? Caesar. Yeah. I like, Caesar the, I like those one, movies. Right? I like those movies. Those yeah, are well they're done. They're good. They're good. Good old Andy circus. Bless his heart. Yeah. Okay. That guy can, he can, he can put on a gimp suit and give us a performance. Yeah. He's very like very uh simian centric. Like he did King Kong. <laughs> very true. Right? Yeah, like, did Kong. Yeah. Yeah. I went to uh, I went to the premiere of King Kong in two thousand five with John oh, wow. Heater. Yeah. And he invited me to go and, and uh, Peter Jackson came out oh, and awesome. said hello and yeah, that was really cool to see Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson is like three and a half feet tall, you know. Oh yeah, he, he's a he, hobbit. He's like he's like a walking hobbit. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed he had shoes on. As opposed but, to the hobbits that don't walk. Literally the whole movie is about hobbits walking, Johnny. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. <laughs> have you watched um Josh Gad's Reunited Apart series? I have. Yes. Um Did you see this week's with Ferris Bueller? No. Oh no. Dude. So I, this I week they this this is the last one he said they're scheduled for a while, and I hope they do more of them been wonderful. And they did Ferris Bueller and it was great. And at the end he did a John Hughes tribute. Wow. And one of the things that they did was have you know, he got all these people to like reenact lines. I mean, Love Steve it. Martin and Chevy Chase and Michael Keaton wow, and Chevy. Catherine O'Hara and I Beverly D'Angelo and Molly yeah. Ringwald, you know, reenacting these iconic lines. Oh, I'm going to send it to you. It's Love wonderful. It. You yeah, know, because, because John Hughes, that is an underrated filmmaker. He you made so underrated? many. I do because pe- when people talk about great filmmakers, they're going to talk about Scorsese and they're going to talk about Spielberg and they're going to talk about Tarantino and they're going to talk about films that are a little more artistic. But yeah. as far as putting asses in seats and making yeah. you entertained, I don't know who's better than John Hughes in the eighties. Yeah, I, I can only think. I can only think of one John Hughes movie that I don't think works. Is that's Curly Sue. Other than that, I can't name one. You know, I've never actually seen Curly Sue. Although, you know, Curly it's Sue. Okay. Uh, used to live in my town. I guess I used to serve her coffee when I worked at a coffee at a coffee shop in town. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. But it's I the only one I can think of. 
But start going through. Start going through the roster. John Hughes. John Hughes is an underrated filmmaker. Yeah. And there, that, yeah, this wonderful tribute of people reenacting. You know, Michael Keaton reenacting line from Mr. Mom. I love it's it. Wonderful. I'm going to send it to you. It's great. Yeah, that's great. That makes it's so good. Um, yeah, that, that reunited apart series. That was a little gift. Truly, you know, and it was like every movie I love. Like I, yeah. I cherish every movie. The Goonies, did. Lord of the Rings, Back to the Future, Splash, Ghostbusters. Splash. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, every single one was like, "Hey, I'm I, I am uh, I am watching like part of the making of my childhood." Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah, it was really really great to see. That's awesome, man. And notably absent from Ferris Bueller's Day Off was uh, Mr. Rooney. Uh, he, I don't know if he's still with us, but that was a. Uh, he was, he was, uh, didn't he get busted for child porn a couple times? Yeah. It was one of those gray area things that yeah. he got taken down, but I, you never, I see, you know what happened? He like got taken down, but then I'd see him in movies after that. So I was like, did it actually happen? I don't know. Off the top of my head. I don't know if he's still with us, but yeah. he was not, in, he was not involved with reading another part. Yeah. Well, maybe that's for the best. Yeah. He, Rooney. he was funny in the movie. Rooney. Yeah, Alan, Alan Ruck, Alan Ruck, Alan Ruck, who plays Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. So he plays a teenager when he's like thirty-seven years old, <laughs> and and now he look now he looks older than me. I mean, like he he Whoa. looks. <laughs> <laughs> that is old. Seriously, yeah, he looks like he's sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Get old Cameron. Yeah, he was twenty-eight years old, like a teenager. I love it. When Cameron was in Egypt's lap. God, yeah, I have to go watch that movie again. That's it's a, so good, man. It holds up. Ferris Bueller holds up. Not, Ferris Bueller should. Ferris Bueller should not have worked. It does. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. It's. It's. I mean, a, a kid that kid that skips class for one day, just one yeah. day. Yeah. Like it, it shouldn't work on paper, and, and honestly, it's magic. There's no real plot. Either. No, he just skips school and gets away yeah. with it. Yeah. The plot is he fakes sick. He skips school and gets away with it. That's it. Yeah. And it's 90 minutes of happiness. Yes. Yes. Although I will say that, that Cameron does have a nice little character arc and kind of comes right. around at the end. Which Sticking is, it which is to his dad with the Ferrari. Yeah. Who do you love? <laughs> which they talk about how uh, not a real Ferrari. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was like a cheap Ford with like a fiberglass shell on it. Which oh, is I'm pretty sure. Funny. Yeah. That's great. It was like, it was like, a, it was like a Ford Fiesta with like a, <laughs> with like a fiberglass Ferrari shell <laughs> I love it. I mean, you're not going to waste a good car, right? No. I remember that house came up for sale probably 10 years ago. And I, I was like, oh my God. Imagine. Owning- Is it in Chicago? Yeah, I think it's uh, just north of Chicago and like Lake okay. Forest or something like that. But oh okay. man, that would be an iconic house. Unbelievable. Remember. It's like a museum. It's very cold and you can't touch anything. Yeah, it just it works. They talk about they they talk about how the, the you know the magic of the parade scene, and yeah. they basically had one take, you know. Oh, I'm sure. And so they had like six cameras on it, shooting it in one take. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, I love it's it. just yeah, it's 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 wonderful. It's yeah. I we 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 are always going to be biased of the generation we were from. But there's nothing better than growing up in the '80s. It's pretty good, man. So it's good, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. God. We had we had some pop culture phenomenons, man. Yeah, like AIDS. Right. Candy. Great sponsor AIDS of the show. Candy. Yeah, right. AIDS candy. Yeah. <laughs> Great sponsor of the show. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Trying to tie it all back together. Um, 
Well, Johnny, I have to go get dinner because it's dinner here at dinner time almost on the East Coast. So it's probably, I don't know, four in the morning where you are. I don't know. No, it's something like that. Yeah. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch like Flora's Lava on Netflix. You know? Is that good? Please tell me you have okay. Oddly addictive. Shut the fuck up. Don't I tell kid me you this. Not. I kid you not. Okay. This is so stupid. My nephew called me and said, watch Flora's Lava. He's six. He's 17. Okay. I said, okay. I watched two episodes and yeah. I was hooked. I only, there's 10 episodes in the first season. I've yeah. watched eight. It's oddly addictive. It's but, oddly wonderful. I can't explain it. It's, it is bizarre that I love it, but it is, I, 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 I've become, I, I'm balls deep in floors lava. I, I, I can't, shocked. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. But, but it, uh, it's it, hilarious. I mean, I'm always, it's always advertised to me. Every time I turn on Netflix, it's yeah. Top it's 10. There. Yeah. Flora my, is lava. Is like my nephew, my nephew called me and asked me to watch it. And I watched it. And cause what I will do sometimes I will watch things with my teenage nephews so I can relate to my teenage yeah. nephews because right. I'm, you know, because I'm so old, old and, and shit. Yeah. 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 So, there you go. Yeah. 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 A lot of people smell, think I smell like pee. That's, that's not nice. Well, you should stop being nice. Yourself. At all. Fair. Fair. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna go check out Flora's Lava. I bet you think my daughter would like it. She's three. I absolutely think your daughter would like it because we actually play I, like Flora's Lava. So there, there is, there is, you know, there's no cursing in it and anything. There's, yeah. there's nothing like that. It's, it is a family show. Oh, I then, think that then, if you were just doing no thanks. <laughs> yeah, you won't like it. I think yeah. if you were just to get, like explain that it's a childhood game, and and then I would bet, I will bet you right now yeah. that if you watch a couple episodes, your daughter will be putting couch cushions on the floor and playing Fuller's Lava. Love it. I will bet you right now. Love it. All right. It's bizarre, but I love it. All right, Johnny. And in quarantine, I will take whatever I can get. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, well, why don't you uh, sign us off here, Johnny? Because, you know, I signed us in. I'd be more than happy to do so. My friends, thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to remind everybody that we are in weird times. And when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. For Adam Wright. <laughs> no way. For no way. Just on purpose. No, I didn't. You I fucked did it up. I, was tell- I totally Adam did. Wright. I totally did. Johnny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so shit. stupid. Oh my goodness. I was on a roll there for one yeah, It was go- good. Yeah, when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. For Adam <laughs> For Adam Wright, I'm Johnny Wright. Be sound. Uh-huh.